All right, another week, another podcast. Let's get after it. Another day, another dollar. What is going on, everybody? Hey, first off, congratulations on the Chiefs pulling that one out. Ooh, I was nervous. I was that big was nervous. A, a good win. It was a good win. It was a good win indeed. Um, one second while I just do this real fast. I'm going to pull this over here. And, um, nope, not that. Oh, right here. All right, there we go. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was a little nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie. Snuck out a win, though, especially when Patrick Mahomes went down. I was like, I know. He went down with that concussion. Well, it was, it was a clean, it was a clean tackle. I'll give it to him. It was a clean tackle. I didn't think it was, um, all that that bad honestly no, uh, he just kind of did they flag him for it no no they didn't yeah. um the refereeing in that game was pretty good it, it was good sucks. there was uh you know there was some times where the uh the browns got screwed pretty bad on that one yeah where i'll say the one was diving towards the end the zone. one that they missed was Sorensen's helmet to helmet but mm-hmm. i will say this that was not the one play that determined the game no, um, they had multiple not. opportunities after that. So for all the Browns fans that are going to be crying about that, um, you had other opportunities and you squandered it. And I'll just they leave had it at that. more chances than that, for sure. So, but yes, I'll, I'll concede that, yes, it was a blown, it was a blown uh, call. But, but we squeaked it out, and Patrick is doing just fine. And um, hopefully he'll be back. He should be back for next week's game against the Bills. And I think that one will be a good one as well. And we'll go from there. You know what they say. They don't ask you how you won, just if you won. True. So that's the name of that game. Indeed, indeed, indeed. There's a sick jersey also, by the way. Thank you. I, I literally bought it last year. Like, we won the Super Bowl, and I went right on NFL Shop and bought a jersey. Yeah. But, yeah, so this is, like, their jersey with the little Super Bowl patch and everything from the Super Bowl last year. So we win. we win again this year. If we make it that far, I'll buy another jersey. Yeah. And that's going to be an expensive tradition that happens every time the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, especially if Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes keep doing what they're doing right True. now. True. And, uh, you know, Patrick is, is slated to be there for 10 years. Andy and Brett Veach just got extensions on their contracts. For so, good reason. So uh, we might be spending a chunk of change on jerseys over the next 10 yeah. years. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Worth it. I'd love to spend that money on Cardinals jerseys. Your I, uh, your camera just went green for some reason. You went to like night mode or something. Huh. Well, it looks fine on the stream. I'm thinking. Hold on. Let me look. Let me double check. Yeah, no, it does look fine on the screen. I don't know. Maybe I moved around too much, and the camera was like. Ah. Giving you a green screen on my end, but That's it looks fine weird. on the stream. So. All right. Well, as long as but, we're good there. You just look like an alien to me. Nice. Um, uh, real quick, before we actually get into what we want to talk about tonight, too, as well, um, we had one follow within the past four days while we were offline by Foxy Genji Bay. So thank you. Nice. Thank you for your follow. I can actually rerun your little notification. Foxy Boom. Genji. Genji. So, oh, there it is right there yep. on the screen put it back up there but uh appreciate you thank you for that follow and uh i hope you enjoy the content whenever you get around to seeing it 
All right, so today is the lineup. Trump is getting impeached for the second time. He'll be the first president in history to have articles of impeachment filed against him twice in one presidency. So there's that. Sure will. He sure will. And I've then a, I've got plenty to say about that also. Then after that, we're probably going to move into talking about them beefing up security this go round for the inauguration here in three days. Um, the National Guard will keep you safe. Wink. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then we're also going to talk about um, big tech and how they need to just pull their head out of their ass and say one way or another what they're up to. Um, <clears throat> so first of all, we'll, we'll, we'll dive right in with, um, with Trump's second impeachment. Um, and I'm going to start by saying this, uh, well, I, I did a little bit of research. You know, I've, obviously this was not on Congress's, uh, agenda to do again, uh, before Trump left office. Um, and then the events of January 6th happened, which if in case you forgot in the two weeks or week that it's been, uh, that was the storming of Capitol Hill by all of those lovely citizens. Um, <laughs> that's what you want to call them who had a wild bee up their ass. I mean, they're citizens, I guess, by the basic definition. True. Terroristic citizens or not. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, that's up for debate. But, uh, yeah, so all those um, lovely people decided to, to storm the Capitol on January 6th. And then Congress, all of the Democrats, obviously, and this go-round, 10 House Republicans were like, yep, that's enough of that, and have now filed uh, articles of impeachment against President Trump based on the fact that he um, incited insurrection and a riot and all that jazz. So <laughs> there's that. My thing is this, um, and this is this was just me looking at it, um, I guess, right off the cuff. I was like, the, the man is out in, in, in like a week. Why are we, why are we filing articles of impeachment again? This makes no sense. Just let it ride, and he'll be gone in a week, and we won't have to worry about it again. Well, but that, that news broke while we were live last week. Right, right. And yeah, I remember Ed my, Nuts had said something about it. Exactly. My exact initial reaction is what I'll get into, but go ahead. Continue. But, uh, yeah, so I was like, why are we doing this? He's out in like a week, and then I, I did a little bit more reading and looking into it, and um, it's because, you know, they do this, and it's, it's really going to tarnish his chances of ever becoming president or holding federal office anywhere ever again. So I think that <clears throat> is a big reason why they're doing it. Um, and given this, um, I think old cocaine Mitch uh, said that they're Best not nickname. <laughs> Shout out ben Shapiro. They're not, not to agree with everything that guy says, but you got to admit cocaine Mitch is a, it's fantastic a great nickname for, for that guy. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> damn it. So he said that they're not, they're not moving forward with the um, with anything impeachment wise until after um, the inauguration, which at that point, you know, it's it, it's going to move more in, more from an impeachment into this little hidden thing. And I think um, double check, I think it's in the Fourteenth Amendment is what I saw that uh, will ban. Trump from ever having office uh, again, based on the grounds that he engaged in insur insurrection or rebellion, which he didn't. They don't. He didn't 
actually engaged, but he they'll they're they're putting it as he incited uh, insurrection or and or rebellion because he's a big baby and he can't take no for an answer and he doesn't know how to handle loss gracefully. Um, so so they they're all like, yep, he needs to go. We can't keep him in any longer than you know that is necessary. Um, they wanted. Pence and the cabinet to invoke the 25th amendment which I didn't know what this was so here's uh, your little knowledge tidbit for the day uh, the 25th amendment allows the vice president and half of the cabinet to vote to remove the president um, on the grounds that they declare him unfit to serve so the house democrats were really pushing for Pence to do that and invoke the 25th amendment on Trump um, after January 6th um, Pence was, said, though, that he um, doesn't think that removing Trump now would be in the best interest of our nation or consistent with our Constitution. Uh, that's his feelings on the matter. Yeah, I have a lot to say. I'm trying to let you spit it all out. Yeah, <laughs> and then... Uh, dominate this conversation. No, 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 it's okay. And then um, the other thing that I did see is uh, what's-his-nuts from South Carolina... The Republican, what's his name? It escapes me at the moment. Um, South Carolina? Yeah. it's uh, For or against? Well, he's a Republican from South Carolina. Uh, well, yeah, but I some Republicans are for it. Oh, no, he's he's against it. It's a small handful. But... He's against it. It's, um, oh, shoot, hold on. Let me go back real fast. And, and look, I, I can't believe I forgot his name right now. It is... Um, without, without saying too Graham. much, I could... Lindsey Graham. I, oh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Say, I haven't seen this quote yet, but let me take a guess at what it says. Yeah, go ahead. Um, something to the effect of that moving forward with an impeachment will further divide our country and the timeline that we have doesn't justify it. If we did impeach him, it would have to be after his after the inauguration day, which is an attack on the U.S. presidency. All right. So that's pretty close. Um, okay. He said we will be delaying we will be delaying indefinitely, if not forever, the healing of this great nation if we do otherwise. Yep. Um, Bingo. Check our, one. our obligation to the people we represent is clear. History will judge us harshly, as it should, if we do not rise to the occasion of this historic moment in history. So Lindsey Graham is against it because he thinks it's an attack on the nation and the healing of our nation. So yeah, I agree with one of those two points. It's not an attack on the nation. It's it's if it were for true, just we're taking a case to trial, right? And we have hard evidence against said defendant. Um, would you be able to justify? I mean, potentially, right? Potentially, but. The big part here is we need to get moving forward. True. Like we, we need, need to, to move on. Hanging on it, and it is true. I believe if the Democratic Party keeps trying to draw this out, and the more you get that guy's name in the in the headlines, the further back we continue to step. We gotta we gotta move forward. Leave him in the past. He lost. He's he clearly said enough things right the very first time around with people that were fed up with our government and they voted for him clearly he got in there he did what basically everybody thought he was going to do you know he ran the country like a business economy was good is still pretty good um last time i checked my stocks um but he was a total asshat 
he couldn't keep his mouth shut. He didn't know when to say no more. You know, all he had to do was stand in front of the people of Capitol Hill and say, go home. We're done here and not call them fantastic people and blah, blah, blah. Not pat them on the back, man. Like it's time for us to go home. Let's start rebuilding for the next four years. Let's start looking forward. But he's not about looking forward. He's not about what's best for the country. He's about what's best for himself all the time. Proven through history. Doesn't matter what color your skin is. If you're for him, he's for you. And if you're against him, he hates you and he, and he wants you to die. Right. Like that's I basically Donald Trump in a nutshell. And you know, he could have just taken that that time um before the Capitol Hill incident to to go, you know what? You know, this 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 wasn't our go around these four years. You know, we had our shot, but we're not gonna get uh subsequent four right now. Let's uh yeah. let's take it back. We'll we'll let these four pan out and we'll try again in in twenty twenty four. And we'll see what happens. And maybe if he was smart, he'd he'd take that time to reflect on what worked for his presidency, what didn't work, why it wasn't great that he ran it like a business. But Ben, that's an adult decision that he is not capable of making. True, true. That's why I prefaced that with with if he was smart. (laughs) I don't understand how a guy like – well, I do, I guess. Well, because he was the proverbial brick through the window of the established government for that go-around. When you don't take no for an answer as a salesman, most times like you're going to rub people the wrong way and it's not a great way to sell stuff, but you're going to be successful. You know? Yeah. Like if you're f- constantly pressuring in people into doing what you want them to do versus just me being a human, you being a human, and we kind of work together right. to find the best fit for each other. That's not the way the guy processes things. No. But to go back to the actual fact that the impeachment is going on, just to clarify i think it's completely not insane but stupid like it's time to move forward the democrats won man leave him in the past the more you give this guy attention right now he's like the girl in eighth grade that is just relentlessly picked on because everybody picks on her and she constantly gives immediate attention back yep like i think of like Excuse me again. I know I've talked about this before, but Jersey Shore is like my dirty pleasure. Like I, I still, I'm watching Jersey Shore family reunion right now. <laughs> judge me if you want to judge me. But there's one girl. Her name is Angelina, and she cannot take any sort of criticism. And it's just, it's like watching the same personality with both him and her in the sense that they just can't take any sort of criticism without pushing right back. Without well, if I'm an idiot, you're a bigger idiot. And let me tell you why you're a bigger idiot. Mm. You know, instead of just being like, well, all right, if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. And then what are they going to say back? Yeah, you, know? you just got to leave it alone let, at that point. Let them go. Don't give them any more attention, any more headlines. Just leave them in the past and let's move forward. This is why I was very confused why they were like, yep, yeah, let's just impeach him again. And I was like, uh, I mean, okay, but like, look at the timeline. Like you, you've got you've got Biden getting ready to be sworn in and inaugurated as president within the next week and a half. Now it's three days. And and then obviously the, the rest of the House Republicans that didn't vote for impeaching him are just going to filibuster and everything until – after the inauguration's over, so why why even bring it up at this point? Just let it, like you said, let it die. Get Biden inaugurated, and then move like move like deal with it after. I guess would be the best course of action. Like if you really don't want him to hold office again, don't impeach him. Just call him back in before 
the Senate on the grounds of the whatever that provision is in the 14th Amendment and and do it that way. I don't know if that if you can do it that way, but that in my mind is what would make the I, most sense. I can tell you why they're not going to give up on the impeachment or the people, I should say, not they, because there are a lot of Democrats that are like, hey, this is dumb. Let's move forward. We're done here. But the ones that want to see it happen are the ones that in the history books under Donald Trump's presidency to say the only president ever impeached twice. That's their sole reasoning to gain with it. And that's like such petty eighth grade bullshit. Like, move on. Like, we're here to do the best for our country. We're not here to try to write history books one way or another. Move on. I feel our government be done with it. Our government, maybe not the government as a whole, but at least the Senate and the House just is is just it's like high school. It's just a big popularity contest between all those people, and there's their yeah. they have their cliques and everything, and it's just like it's just they just run it like like a high school, and there's all this drama all the time for no reason, and it's like the worst student body. <laughs> it's like the worst student body cabinet and presidency like ever. It was just a popularity contest. And it just sucks that they just forgot about all the people that voted them into office and they never do anything to help their constituents. Yeah. Well, they're playing that very similar game in the sense that it is like a, it, they hate him so much. They fed into his game. Mm -hmm. How he won in 2016 and damn close game win to winning again in 2020 was by playing this game that, that they just can, that like Nancy Pelosi, AOC, and the likes just continued to feed into it instead of being the bigger person and saying, this guy's clearly a child. Let's be adults around him. And they tried it, but then he just kept poking the bear enough to where they're like, all right, bars lowered, gloves are off. Let's go. Like, yeah. Mono e mono. Yeah. So that's not how Yeah. He, they just man, stooped like to his level and, and yeah. it was, yeah, it's just like, <sighs> I guess I think Biden <laughs> said it the best during the during the debates where he was like, "We just shut up, man." Like, <laughs> I was probably the best thing that anybody could have ever said to him. We're like, tired at Go. all. Just like, We're please, done. please stop. Leave the room now. <laughs> We've had enough. Uh, yeah, they should. Yeah, words. They should have just. They should have just chilled and and just let it. Just let him let him be a giant windbag and exhaust himself because eventually the windbag runs out of air. Uh, and he won't be. He won't be making any more noise. But yeah, especially when he loses, and he got on stages and said, "If I lose to Sleepy Joe, how embarrassing would that be? You'll <laughs> never hear from me again. You'll never see me again." Okay, goodbye. Like <laughs> now's the time, buddy. Like you said it. You've done it. You. Yeah. He's, but like I like I've been saying, he just cannot accept loss. He does not know how to accept loss and he doesn't know how to take no for an answer did did we talk about it on the last podcast where there's people like leaving with bus of like abraham lincoln from the white house as he's prepping to leave inauguration day uh no <laughs> what like we didn't talk about that I no like heard it on another podcast trump's like, yeah, trump's people are just like taking google, shit out of the white house google search well and then it's like was it his did he buy it like that sort of thing. But Google search guy taking, I'm pretty sure it was Abraham Lincoln bust out of the White House. Because, like, they're starting to move out all their stuff now. And I know for sure it was a bust of a president, and I'm pretty sure it's Abraham Lincoln. By the way, thanks uh, to Squash and 
Gail, for being here. Yes, really yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, I don't think I would have used the TMZ article. That seems a little bit hard. Well, that's, that's probably, I mean, just not the context, just the picture. Is yeah, just I'm the picture. Really Let's take a look. To see. My man's, <laughs> here you go. There's a stimmer. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> I can't see it. Sorry, sorry. I had to laugh at it for a minute. Look at this. My man is taking whatever bust this is. It was Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln out of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the White House. Yo, what's bro, what's cracking me up is this Marine <laughs> This Marine Corps sergeant is just like... Oh, he's kind of looking at him he's like... like oh, um, he's supposed to be doing that? Are you, are you taking... Can you take that out? <laughs> Should, do, I, do I do something about this? Like what? Who do I who do I tell about this? Who in my chain of command do I tell? Trump's I just like, grab everything you see, take it all with you. I'm still the president. It's still mine. <laughs> I'm just crying. Grab everything. If you like it, take it. We'll figure it out later. It's fine. The American people will pay for White replacements. House. It's gonna be fine. Give us We're four years. Be back in the White House anyway. Yeah. I just can't get over the fact that this sergeant's just looking at this guy like. Uh, I don't know. Are you sure? Know. You sure can about get, that one, Chief? Can we get Donnie on the phone real quick? Uh, yo, Donnie, one of your guys is taking a Blinken. Uh, uh, what are we doing here? Yeah, I I really hope that that's like for I for some odd reason that this guy just has a, a that big of a bust of Abraham Lincoln like as a personal effect. He might. I don't. He might but, want one. Who knows? I don't. I don't know, man. That's so. <laughs> It's wild. That's so weird. That's He's so weird. It just like everybody thought he would handle yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, Squash says, saw a business insider thing about how Congress could vote to keep Trump from ever holding public office again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that a second ago. There's a little um, provision in the 14th Amendment that, that's, that would... That would be awesome. That they could vote on um, and, and run that, run with that. And um, that's because, you know, he as president participated or incited um you know insurrection or rebellion and here goes squash comes from article 2 section 4 of the constitution and also article 1 section 3 all right well there you have it there you go perfect just Make a, it happen. a well of knowledge squash fate is yeah he's like our jamie yeah, true. Hey, you want to be Squash is like the Jamie. Squash, you want to you go look at a Joe Rogan podcast and see how Jamie operates. Uh, you want to and then come back to me and and he's, you know tell me if like you want to be if you like, want to be our yeah. Jamie. <laughs> um, just have him in the audio. We'll have like a separate little earbud. Oh, true. I just have him on the on the call. Yeah. Like, oh, what's that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Article two, section four. If you feel like looking her up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm down if I'm free on Sundays. LOL. Nice. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. We, we have a Jamie. We got a Jamie. Um, all right. Yeah. So basically, you know, Trump's just a giant fucking baby and can't handle losing. They're impeaching him. At this point, what I think is going to happen is they're just going to let it. They're not going to do anything until after the inauguration, which is in three days. Um, let it go, man. They're just gonna let it go. If anything, I feel like they just need to, and I don't know if they, you have to. I don't think they need to impeach him to run this. I think just let the whole inaug uh, impeachment thing drop, and then if you want, bring him back before the Senate on the grounds of you know 
you know, taking that vote so he can never hold office again and just do it that yeah. way. That way we don't have to worry about his head ass coming back in and ruining anything ever again. And um, and then we don't really, I mean, it's already it's already history now that he's been impeached Either, twice, but at least we don't have to go through that whole process. Well, here's the thing. If he doesn't run in 2024, one of his kids is, you know. Oh, I think Donnie Jr. is probably the worst. Donnie Jr., I mean, one of those people, they're, they're going to run, whether or not they win or not. Please, God, don't let them actually get into that seat because yeah, it's going to be run exactly like Donnie ran it. Yep. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Anyway, All right. You're getting ready for Inauguration Day. Yep. Speaking of Inauguration Day, wow, there's plenty. There's like a lot of states even preparing for, um, you know, uh, what am I? Unrest. That's the word I was looking for. Violence. May perhaps even violence on inauguration day. I know right now that they've called in the national guard. Um, the national guard's been camped out in the Capitol building since pretty much January sixth, and now they've they've had a the, uh, the rules of an engagement. You know what? Let me. Have you seen pictures of around? Of national. Whoops. The uh, the national Capitol building. Mm, I have not. Dude, they've got. Looks like, like they've got like metal fences up right now metal fences yep. with like razor top wiring like they're saying you are not getting in here yeah oh, so this time they're saying they're not getting in here the thing that I know, uh wisconsin was another big one really but they're really ramping up expecting so this is gonna be fun so we got the national guard out here with all their riot gear getting ready you know prepped um You know, there's been a couple of pictures that I've seen, and um, it just sucks because it puts the National Guard in such a bad light. Um, but as many of you know, the National Guard is basically the same as the reserves. It's just, you know, two week, one week in a month, two weeks out of the summer, you get called up if some shit like this goes down, right? So they're pretty much civilians 98% of the time. And being as such, they don't necessarily always keep up with the highest of physical standards that the military requires people to be in no. and uh, i've seen a couple of pictures um of some pretty chonky boys chonky. <laughs> in uniform uh they're and they're just like you know guys, man. they're just like don't worry don't worry washington <laughs> the burger king brigade's got you oh no i'm <laughs> like oh no please I don't no like that. it sucks but most of that comes from veterans i think and uh other active duty personnel so we can make those jokes because it's hilarious um i'll put it this way i have some friends in the national guard that i would not want to squall with in a bar some people take I it have, seriously and actually you know do I what they're some, supposed to do i have some that probably couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag you know i i love them all dearly all the same but yeah, I know both sides of the coin. Yeah, so but anyway, regardless of of whether they're fat or not, um, the National Guard is going to be in place um, around the Capitol uh, for Inauguration Day to help try and keep the peace, so we don't have another incident um, like we did the last go round. We've got Michigan, California, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Florida also preparing in the same way with activating the national guard and, and making sure that um 
Would you say Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida? North Carolina and California. Okay. And so they're protecting their capitals um, in their capital cities. Um, and then Pennsylvania and Texas, the state capital, will be closed leading up to the days and the day of the inauguration. Um, and then legislative activity is canceled entirely for this coming week in Indiana and Michigan as well. So they're just yeah. making sure people stay home and nothing goes crazy with that. Um, you know, the National Guard's going to be out there with their riot gear preparing just in case some some bullshit happens. Um, they're going to be showing up. No, they're going to be showing up. What sucks is that they're going to be showing up. The thing that bothers me about this and the thing that sucks, and I've said this more and more, is this, this is now – but. What, with Trump and everything that's happened in, in the recent weeks, this is now more and more looking like a, a the first time a third world country has gotten a democratic election. Like this reminds me a lot of like when, you know, we got done in Iraq and we took out, we you know, we, we, we ousted and, and got rid of uh, Saddam Hussein and, and, and held, um, you know, the Iraq held their first democratic elections. Um, it was the same type of stuff. The military was there. There was barricades. You know, there was it was a, a presence there to help keep law and order about the election, and it's starting to look the same way here because Trump's a crybaby, and now all of his he's got all his followers all riled up, and they're all crying foul, um, and nobody's using their fucking brains. Well, I I hope that this is. A message to both two-party systems to either pull their heads out of their ass or get a party in there that can actually do the job, you know, because this pendulum shift that we've been seeing that has now ended up in what a lot of people have saw forthcoming, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, these people are just blind with passion and rage because their guy didn't win i wouldn't even i mean i would call it that but at this point i'm just going to call it fanaticism yeah yeah it's it's almost like a cult following at this point and fanaticism it reminds me most of like a sports team you know but like a really fired up sports team philadelphia your fan base this is what this reminds me of yeah where you yeah, climb similar. up the, the the light poles of your town and tear them to the ground when your team wins what yeah except this is the opposite now your team's lost and actually when your team loses you still do the same thing so i don't know what you're doing philly but this is the Nobody same type really understands it this is know? the same type like you know we've it's got crazy <laughs> we got the trumpers and the trumpers lost to the the bidens and I, now they're out there tearing down telephone poles and and traffic lights and destroying things. I just I just I don't I don't get it. And now we're in a position where inauguration day is gonna look like a, a, a war zone. It's gonna look like the green zone in a foreign country. Is what it's gonna look like. I hope not. I really hope. I not, you know but, I I I hope not. But, but there's gonna be some people I think that get a wild hair up their ass that day and they're gonna try and do something stupid. Squash has a good question do you think we could see the republican party split um if somebody does not come along and unite that the republicans together again then i think it could be a possibility i think that there's enough people that would be well we've already seen it now there's at least 10 house republicans that sided with the democrats that were like nope we don't support trump and then you got the rest of them 
that either are uh, are either remaining silent, uh, or the other one, or the other ones that aren't being silent are saying, "No, this is dumb. Let's not do this." So I, it could be a possibility. It could be a possibility. I think we're closer than ever to seeing the true good old boy party, right? Like the 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 GOP grand old party. And yeah, exactly, grand old party, good old boys. Same thing. Whatever. Yeah. Um with like the Dan Crenshaws and the more forward thinking people, like you could associate it to Andrew Yang on the left side, you know, who are by the way, Andrew Yang running for running for mayor, mayor of New York and New York. I kind of I support that. I support Let's that. Go. Well, the guy they got in there right now is, is Cuomo. Cool fucking dumbass. Cuomo again. He just needs to get on CNN with his with his bro and just sit there and talk about how they grew up and yeah, whatever. Whatever. You Who know? cares? It's shit that nobody wants to listen to. Send people back to nursing homes and mandate it. Actually, during the middle of a pandemic. Anyway, um, the more that you see the forward thinkers on both sides of the party come up. It, it gives me at least a little bit of hope that the two-party system could really work. Because, I mean, it worked for a long time, but the thing is, is when it's failed us for so long now, you get to a point where you're like, well, I think we all know something's got to change. Yeah, my thought on that is that maybe enough of those forward thinkers on both sides of the aisle come together and maybe they just leave their established parties and either create their own new third party or join an existing third party maybe the libertarian party and and then now we see the rise of a true third party you know option that is maybe more you know actually gain some traction this go around i don't care what the hell you want to call it democrat republican libertarian green whatever i don't care but like there's so many flaws being pointed out by both sides right now and nothing just ever gets done with it It, it's all of us are frustrated we want something. one thing my dad pointed out to me um a little while ago actually last uh, one of the last times i called him and i was actually during or right after the the capitol hill incident and i looked at him i was like civil war is coming and he said "Mm, yep maybe and then I was either him or I, I can't remember. I think it was him, but it was like, you know, maybe this will mean that there, you know, a civil war happens and it'll actually give way for a third party to actually do something. And it could be the birth of a, you know, a multiple party system if another civil war pops off, which don't, I'm not saying I want a civil war no. to get a multiple party system, well, but it, it's a possibility that that could happen. For the first time, I think, ever on mainstream media, there's a guy on Fox News talking. And again, I don't listen to Fox or CNN. I listen to both. It just happened to be on Fox where the guy's like, he said something to the effect of we need to start focusing on the next election and how we can make things better between here and now. And whether it's a Democrat or a Republican or a third party member, the American people are ready to vote and actually get out there and start making a change. Right. And I was like, did he just say third party? He mentioned third party on a, on a on a mainstream media network uh-huh. and they didn't censor yeah. it? What a what a novel concept, huh? All right. We'll ask Spike about it next week. Yeah, true. And I've got a uh I got some questions from my dad to to ask as well. But that's nice. uh we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. Um 
so yeah, but but yeah, inauguration day is in three days, and um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tense few days leading up to it for sure, and it's gonna be a very tense day the day of, and I'm unfortunately I kind of bummed that it's on a Wednesday, which means I'll be at work, so I won't be able to watch it, um, but I'll do my best I think because I do want to keep up with it. Um, I will have my popcorn ready, but I'm hoping that I sit there and say to myself, wow, this is being handled very normally. Yeah, I, I, I hope fine. that it is a very peaceful and easy transition. I know that Trump has said he will not be attending. Um, so that's going to be really awkward. Um, it's going to be an awkward inauguration because normally the, 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 the incumbent hands off and shakes the hand of the person who is coming in so are we just gonna have pence do that this time since trump said he's not gonna be there and pence was like well i'll be there there's reports that trump is planning like a grand exit from the white house on air force one like movie style quality so he can like play a uh a commercial that's like see in four years america or something like that uh, is he gonna do that like the day of? Like, yeah, on on inauguration day. He's just gonna walk out of the White House, He's, get on. I don't know this for certain. This is all rumors and whispers. But apparently, he's already hired like a producer to shoot it all, and like he and Milani are gonna get on Air Force One, and they're gonna ride off into the sunset, and it's gonna be like a see in four years. So we're just deal. gonna waste jet fuel in air force one so he can jump in that plane and take a lap around dc and land i don't know the fuck i don't know where he's going i haven't heard any news about that i well, guess I'm... he'd go to mar-a-lago or wherever does air force one get to take the leaving president to wherever the fuck he wants to go oh he's got patrol he's got air force one patrol and security patrol for i think for life now well no yeah i know the secret service does always you know hang around like they you know like all the former presidents have a secret service security detail for the rest of their lives but i'm pretty sure there's some sort of i don't know about private jets and all that nonsense i don't think they get to use any of that he would i don't know i know that he has a grand exit planned that's the word on the street heard it here first folks i don't even have any like articles to source it's all uh stuff i've seen on twitter and reddit what the fuck So the day he no longer has a job, he can still use Air Force One. I got apparently that's what Reddit says. Squash, I I don't know what to tell you on that one. I say we shall see what happens, but he always gonna go do all this and then never does it. That's true. That's true. We'll see. I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know. That's gonna be interesting. The most Trump thing that I could think of. Yeah, that's yeah, that's uh, pretty Trump. If you know, theory that I have seen so far that I'm like, like I feel like this man's will just. He's not going to be there, but if he was, he would look at Biden and they'd be like, all right, you know, do whatever you do. They're going to like shake hands and Trump would just be like, fuck you. And it's like walk off. He's going to leave like a flaming bag of dog poop and a brown paper bag on the front doorstep. Something, dude. I feel like he's just going to be like, and fuck you. And then just like leave. And he's going to try and get in the motorcade and they're going to be like, sorry, sir. See you in four years, man. Can't do it. And then he's going to have to like hail a cab and take it to the airport. That would be fantastic. I would die laughing. He's got way too much money for that. Yeah, that's true. Though. That's true. It could be his own private jet. Who knows? I don't <sighs> know. Who knows? I, I, I yeah, he'll, he will, though. I feel like that is, that, is, that is a very Trump thing to do is to just film a fucking commercial that's like, we'll see you in four. And then he's going <laughs> to 
hopefully get called before the Senate and they go, hey, um, about you ever holding office again? Nah. Oh, there's also talk about uh, some Republicans thinking it'd be a good idea for Joe Biden to uh, give Trump the pardon. Like right away. The fuck? Yeah. Like um, his first act as president is to be like, hey, um, by the way, Trump, you're pardoned. For what? First well, of all. And basically, the idea behind it is so that the Democrat Party stops, like, seeking out, you know, like, Russian indictments and all that shit. So uh, they, everybody just moves forward. So, okay. Like, okay. I don't hate that idea. Like, just take him out of our media. Just make him be gone. Just yeah. Him be done. Yeah. Sorry, Trump. You don't. CNN's not going to be breaking any news on you over the next two years about, you know, what's happening now so they can sit and revel and laugh in your face, like just let's all be done i feel let's like that's the best way to handle it but given how the democrats have operated i don't think that that's going to happen it's probably not gonna happen and i feel like we're gonna we're gonna beat that dead horse until the day it can yeah. no longer be beaten unfortunately squash squash that low-key i'm just waiting for him to use tonald drump as his twitter handle <laughs> Dude, the memes that have come out this week, that's like <laughs> Tronald Blump, and it's like new to Twitter, and it's just his profile picture with like fake sunglasses over it. Like, <laughs> new to Twitter, what you guys doing? <laughs> What's poppin', America? It's <laughs> uh, hilarious. And well, all the memes, it's like he's handing that piece of paper to the reporter, and he's like, I need to, see, I need to use your Twitter account. I need and to the use your Twitter. Looks up and he's like... <laughs> oh god uh, that's geez. a good segue into our next topic though oh yeah great segue. Man, thank you squash that. transitions baby that's, that's hilarious yeah that's business baby transitions <laughs> that's funny though yeah um alex this one's kind of your your deal you've been you've been hard on this one so get after it oh well oh wow me <laughs> um twitter obviously suspended donald trump's not even suspended permaban perm permaban as long or as well as instagram and snapchat i believe instagram and facebook have sus uh suspended, suspended. indefinitely yeah um youtube has also suspended trump's youtube account indefinitely i think any anyway so I understand that he has to abide by the terms and conditions of your service. We talked about this last week where they should make up their mind. Okay. Completely aside from that, you have the app called Parler, um, which is what Twitter basically set out to be in its infancy, just an open platform for people to share their ideas which has basically been somewhat commandeered by a lot of crazy right-wing people. Yeah. Right? Apple, Amazon, Google Store have all stepped in and now banned the app parlor, which is such a violation of your First Amendment right of ability to free speech that I, like, I haven't seen a single argument that I agree with yet. Right. Now that said in the same breath before, cause I know the other side of the argument, right? We want to shut these crazy people down from being, being able to form on Capitol Hill's steps and bring assault rifles, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But you cannot 
create a special rule for a special app when we have the First Amendment rights and these other accounts on Twitter, you can go see, again, bot Joe Schmo no name with four followers tweeting at celebrities to go kill themselves and die. Like, you can't you can't abolish free speech and just claim and say, trust me, it's best for all of us that this free speech not be able to be disseminated to the public. We should be adults enough to say, that's crazy. I am not interacting with that. Yeah, right. But And if there are enough of those people who are saying, hey, I believe in that guy. And, and Parler doesn't have the algorithms that like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, they all have. It is simply a free speech platform where I follow you. I see what you post. Now you get enough crazies in there together and you can now, you know, try to force like the FBI or whatever you want. If you notify enough red flags and it's like, Hey, this could uh, potentially be like a terroristic act. Then you can notify the right authorities, but to just completely ban that app altogether is like a basic and distinct violation of first amendment rights. Right. So Right here, I'm looking on business Business Insider. Um, Parler's website was actually down for about a week after it got booted from Amazon, Apple, and Google. But they're back up now, um, and you know they're, you know, trying to to you know do what they got to do. What I will say about one thing you said is you know people should be adults enough about stuff. Yes, they should. But if there's one thing this pandemic has proven, uh, is that people can't be adults about things. Everybody's been home, quarantined or whatever, and locked down for however long they were. And Twitter, you know, all that usage went up. And just the amount of just hateful shit <laughs> that was just I've seen on Twitter and people engaging in just these these fights. But these fights are basically just two dogs barking at each other through a fence. Because they're just behind their computer screens really just calling each other names. But I bet as soon as you put them face to face, they'll just be like, uh, hey. And Gale Force, I'm going to get to your question in a second. But, but it's, 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 it's just people are not adult enough nowadays to to look at things and go, you know what, I'm not going to interact with that crazy person. This dude is crazy, and there's no point in, in interacting in that. They just, they, everybody's so petty nowadays. Well, and, um, and they just Gale's, don't know how to let things go. Gail's question is a good one. She says, but I want to know when your right of free speech is no longer allowed by a terms of service and all that hubbub company, the apps can control what their platforms allow. So it's not technically freedom of speech when it's on a business platform, or is it? That's the first question that I'll address. You're exactly right. It is a terms of service issue. So that company should be allowed to step in and say, hey, we're making this decision as a company to ban said person. And then the majority, the entire platform has the ability to say, okay, I agree with that. So I'm going to stick around and continue using Twitter, which majority of people did. But they should also have the right to be able to go over to Parler, what Twitter set out to be, and download that app, create an account, and continue to receive 
that same feedback, that same information that they were receiving on the previous platform. But what has happened is they've now banned Parler as like a public safety issue, which you, you cannot ban an entire app of just a platform of pre free speech. Even, okay, let's just make up scenarios, right? Um, let's say that was a KKK app, right? As bigoted and stupid and as much as I couldn't disagree more with everything that the KKK stands for, as long as they are operating in a non-harmful platform, they have the ability to create that group. That's, that is their freedom of speech right. I don't agree with it. I'm not going to download the app. But as long as they are being non-harmful, now the first time we see that they've gone out and hung a black man using that app, then you enter into different terms. But Parler has not it directly incited any sort of violence. It's the same app that Twitter set out to be. Yeah, the app but itself, then, yeah. But then Twitter started making money and monetizing it and figuring out how to grab your attention for longer periods of time. And that's why Twitter has turned into what Twitter is. And now they're trying to go out and take this other platform off of even the ability to download. Yeah, so now the only the only way you can access Parler is through Parler's actual website, um, which you know is a few more steps than normal because you can't just click on the app uh, and take it to you there. So the thing I'll, I'll, I'll say on this is that when you download these apps and you make an account, most people don't do this, but you should you you blindly just click on yes i agree to your terms of service right that's you signing a contract with that company and you abiding by that company's rules that they've set out so you know when people on twitter say you know tech tweet at somebody or whatever and go i fucking hate you kill yourself and their tweet gets reported that's not them they're not abiding by the the terms of service and the community guidelines that were put out so then twitter can go well you signed a contract by agreeing to this we're gonna ban your account for so many days or whatever because of that they have the right to do that because you said you agreed to their terms of service and their community guidelines but just because like we're focusing on parlor just because there's a few crazy right-wing people on parlor out there spewing forth whatever they're spewing forth doesn't mean you just focus on that one small small subsect of people on that app and go and 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 take them and go this is the users of this app and generalize the entire user base of that app and say this is a right wing white right wing say that one five times fast right wing propaganda machine that's, I would like to point out that you said white ring. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I tried to run it back. Thank you for pointing that out, you dick. Um, You're not wrong. Though. <laughs> and um, and and just and just um, you know, ban an entire app because like seven people on that app, or however many people it was. I'm just throwing numbers Ooh. out. We're like, here's our right right wing philosophy <laughs> about whatever and yada 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 and then everybody goes oh wow that seems like a fascist app we need to take that down like that no just deal with those people uh, individually and then move you on could make you could make the same exact argument for twitter without the restrictions and, and even with the restrictions they can't reach everybody right 
right? So again, you could make the same exact argument for Twitter. If we want to get rid of this platform, although I heartily disagree with it, let's make it even across the board, right? Facebook, gone. Instagram, gone. Because you could use any of those platforms to accomplish the same thing that Parler was accomplishing. But in the idea of wanting to keep monetization, you can't tell me that money doesn't play a part in this. Oh, for sure. You can't yes. tell me that Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and- Well, this is why you see ads on all that shit all the time. And we're like, hey, Parler's stepping in the game and they're doing a free speech. So let's uh, get the lawyers together and make sure that, that they're gone because they're harming the community. They don't live up to our community guidelines. Therefore, they don't have the right or the ability to exist. That you're making guidelines across the board for everybody, and that's yeah. not your role. That's not your position within the community. Oh, here's crazy. Here's, here's something that Discount Jamie said. Um, so <laughs> Squash has said that this comes around to some law called Section 230, and it's the basis of modern of the modern internet. It gives companies a sword and a shield, quotes to re, to use for removal of offensive material, and then he linked us a video. Um, but I'm going to go back to uh, Abby's comments. So she said, like, Twitter isn't freedom yeah. of speech, but it's what we, the users, have made it that way. We created that idea. Sure, Twitter originally made the app just to say whatever you want. But when we create it to be something more, that's when they have to intervene. And then she well, asked, what about TikTok? Um, it was going to be banned or was it considered harmful? That one was just, TikTok was just because we thought that the Chinese government was using that to spy on us. Exactly. They were using data from the platform, which, again, I agree in that sense when we're like, hey, China's using this app. Maybe we shouldn't have this app. Um, but it, I don't ever think TikTok actually got banned from... No, because everybody's still using TikTok. So. And, and again, just to reiterate, Twitter has every Trump. They have every right in the world. If it's going against their community guidelines and they've set these community guidelines, it doesn't matter what the platform is. If I go on that platform, I create a platform and say, hey, you can come on here. The only thing you can't say is poop. So just don't ever say the word poop. And then the first thing post that you write, Ben, is poop, 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 poop. I'm going to say, sorry, bro, you violated the guidelines. Adios. I should be able to say as a user wait a minute, that seems pretty silly that we can't use the word poop on this platform. I'm not going to use this platform anymore. Delete. What can I use that does give me the ability to see what I want to see? You're not creating community guidelines across the entire app platform. You're giving people the platform of free speech with what was parlor. So again, I don't, f I do fault Twitter, but that's what we talked about last week. They created this bed. They're laying in it now. They're realizing the, the power and the implications that their platform has to r really change a community. You know, and they haven't been forward thinking enough to get out in front of it. Now they're very reactive saying, well, oh shit, we created this storm. How are we going to get out of it? Right? Yeah. That's the other story. But for right now, they're well within their right. I should still have the ability to go over to another platform and seek what I want to seek and not have somebody telling me what I can or can't download. 
right yeah so abby said you know so you guys are basically basically saying for example trump never said go kill yourself again just an example so he shouldn't have been banned and then parlor shouldn't have been banned because of the same idea i mean more more or less so like alex said what we're getting at is the fact that uh reagan wants to come in oh got you uh what we're getting at is the fact that like okay fine you know Twitter has its community guidelines and, um, you know, they, they feel that Trump violated those community guidelines. So they banned him. Fine. That's, that's how you want to operate. Cool. But don't block. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, Abby, I just was trying to catch up, but don't, but like, don't block your users from going to another app if they want to, where they can say, you know, whatever they want or see you know whatever they want if that app has you know said that this doesn't violate our community guidelines that's basically what we're getting at but we're, what we really want is is big tech to and big social media platforms to um you know come out and really like kind of lay it all out there because nobody reads the, the the you know terms of service community guidelines they just everybody kind of just wants like we kind of just want like uh, succinct little thing that's like okay this is what's gonna happen if you do this if you don't do this then you're you know free to use the app basically yeah just make it make it a level playing field yeah and don't you know i don't know i think perma banning trump off twitter you know that's that's their right to do it yeah i i don't know if i again Ben, it goes back to what I was just saying. You don't have to agree with it, right? Right. No, if I don't agree with it, I can't just stop using or, Twitter. Yeah. But and we can go use another platform. But when the major tech companies and all of the app stores come together and say we're going to ban this because we don't want to see free speech, it's like, well, wait a minute. But in the initial days of Twitter, that's all it was. In the yeah initial days of myspace that's all i mean that's what the platform was created to be was an idea to share what you're thinking facebook literally didn't used to ask what are you doing they'd say what are you thinking and the first yeah the first word of every status was is doing something is yeah it used thinking. to be like ben is it, thinking yeah. about making cookies or some bullshit like yeah exactly or ben is playing volleyball we're Ben is storming the Capitol. <laughs> ben, you're a complete idiot. What are you doing? Go home. But yeah. you would be able to share what that that was the encouragement. That was the idea behind it. So now to step in and say, hey, we've created this monster and you're not allowed to play in our game anymore. Sorry, Parlor. No, dude. I'm, you, you don't reserve that right. That's not how a free market system works. Right. And the other thing is, is I just don't want this to become a dangerous, you know, precedent or, or, or hill that, that big tech and big social media can just stand atop of and go, yeah. nope, 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 and just start kicking people down the hill. A, because they don't want competition. B, when I don't want the precedent set where they be, they become the moderators of what you can and cannot say. Well, you saw my Instagram post that got flagged? Yep. All I said was uncultured swine. I, I didn't swear one time. <laughs> Instagram I said... I the term uncultured swine. And uh, boom. I, I feel like post. Instagram didn't flag you for that. I feel like somebody that you directed that towards had really thin skin and was like, what a dick, and then reported you. 
And so, exactly. in, and so Instagram was kind of like, eh, maybe don't say that again. Abby said the poop. Yeah, I saw that. Really her. I'm well, glad. I just I'm glad that we could simplify it down. Life, but uh, that's a good way that I think about it. You know, like you, yeah. you're allowed to have your rules. Have your rules, and I'm allowed to say I agree with those rules or I don't agree with those rules. So I'm either gonna stay here, or I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, just don't. We just don't want to see big tech go. You know what? You've been banned or you can't use our platform for whatever reason and we don't want them, you know, and we want to be like, "All right, fine. I'm going to go use this." We don't want them dictating what we can and can't use. We don't want to be forced exactly. to stay on your platform. It's called communism, brother. Yeah. I don't want to be forced to stay on your platform because that's the only platform available. Yeah. Uh, squash. Are we coming to the point where corporations feel that they are more powerful than the government? I feel that we are edging closer to that. Yes. We're in dangerously warm We're waters. Are getting very close to the the piss water that is corporations taking over. Um, and like I've said before, it it it. it We're getting dangerously close to those uh, movies from like the eighties um, that were set in our timeline, where corporations ruled the earth. And uh, the government was just non-existent or a figurehead. Uh, I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to get to the point where the government has, or not the government, but a couple of corporations have so much money and so much power that they can just be like, um, hey, that's really cool that the government said this, but here's about a bazillion dollars and we're going to do it the other way. Well, yeah, and you again, we we talk about it all the time. We talked about it last week. You don't want to monetize government because that's not how you run a country and the ability that I can say, well, I'm going to pay this person to ban that person and I'm going to fund Twitter so we can make sure right wing. I'm not saying that's what hap- is happening. Although I'm not saying that's completely what's not happening. Right. Um, but I, I don't think it's to a point now where they're so in the back pocket of a specific party to where they will make banning and those types of decisions based on party. Do I think it could get there? And are we entering into dangerously warm waters of that becoming a somewhat reality behind closed doors? I I think we're very close. Something doesn't change. You know, my thing with it is 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 I think that Twitter, the CEO of Twitter was, you know, a pretty liberal person. Uh, and if you just look at the picture of the guy, you can kind of tell he's pretty granola. Um, you know, I think, you know, he looked at that and was, you know, and, and, and just has this disdain for Trump, given his political affiliations, and was just like, you know what, we're really going to stick it to the man by banning him. And I, I don't think he thought about the repercussions or the consequences of doing that. I think he was just so dead set on, you know what, I really believe that, you know, whatever CNN is telling me that, you know, Trump has incited a riot and, 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 and his terroristic acts, you know, my duty as, as a civilian and as a, a player that has big sway is to just ban him permanently from our app. Bam! And then he was just, and then now he's dealing with the shitstorm of, of everybody questioning that going, yo... You can just fucking ban people for saying shit now, or for, and not even for saying shit necessarily on your platform. You just don't agree with him with what he did outside of um, that's you know outside of your you know the platform. And so you said, "Fuck you! You don't get you don't get to tweet anymore." Which I, 
I don't follow Trump on Twitter, but and I don't know if he tweeted anything leading up to the to the 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 storming of the Capitol or anything afterwards that was insightful. And that's not insightful, but like uh, insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just, yeah, I just feel like he just they just fucking banned him because they didn't like what he had to say during his speech, and that they just really fell into you know listening to the news saying over and over and over again that day that Trump incited this riot, well, and so they were just like fuck you, banned. And as Jack Dorsey, right? That's the CEO of Twitter. I think that's right. right yeah. Anyway. You can think and have personal beliefs that he should be impeached. You should think personally that, you know, hey, I have the evidence in front of me and I think that he's incited a riot, but you don't get to play judge and jury. That's not how it works. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. And you can say he violated X, Y and Z, and that's why he's off of our platform. And if that's your reasoning, great. But you can't bring that personal that personal disposition or not even disposition. I think that's an inaccurate view. Uh, you can't bring that biased, true bias or false biased into that decision and use that as a way to say he's gone or he stays. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And then that's the other thing I was getting. You can't, they, to a degree, the people that, you know, CEOs and big players or people, board of directors for big tech companies and stuff, fall kind of sort of in the same guidelines as lawmakers where you can't you can't really bring your personal beliefs no into your job it's like an umpire ejecting a baseball player in the second inning when he said very little and other people have said a lot more but that umpire and that player have a personal history so now i'm going to eject you probably earlier than i should with very little justification it's like you can't. You That's can't how Arkansas that fans personal, feel. Like- <laughs> you can't bring that personal bias into that situation. Right. Like it's your job. It's what you have founded and created and make a lot of revenue on to make a business decision. Yeah, you, you just can't bring you gotta that make personal bias into it. The rules and guidelines fair for everyone, no matter what exactly. they believe or what their personal opinions are, or what their position is on stuff. Just yeah. because you, Jack Dorsey, I'll call you out, ban my Twitter account, see if I give a fuck. <laughs> um, just because you, Jack Dorsey, don't agree with what the president said on that day, and if, you know, whether or not he actually tweeted something about that, like, just because you don't agree with him doesn't mean you get to just go no and kick him off your platform. I probably don't agree with a lot of things that that you say, but if for some insane reason you were to stop by this podcast or my Twitch stream or some other platform that I'm on or Alex is on, I wouldn't look at you and go, oh, damn, Jack Dorsey's here. Hey, I don't like you and ban you. I'm not going to do that. I mean, you might have something to say that I would be like, oh, huh, or whatever. I wouldn't let my personal feelings get in the way of you, you know, either, you know, saying what you needed to say or joining a community. Like, I, it's yeah. just... It's petty and childish. What's my feelings on the matter? So. Pretty accurate feelings. Spaceman finally made it. Yeah. Uh, Abby has another question. She said, when shall a civilian start to panic? Um, she says she gets really anxious thinking about the world, uh, how the world could just completely go to shit. 
No. Um, I don't think we don't need we don't have any need to panic, and that's part of another part of the reason we do this is to try and we're not trying to get you guys to panic. We're trying to be like, you know, hey, here's here's what's up, here's what's happening. Think about it. Be smart. Like look at things in in a different light, maybe even a different light than what we're presenting it in, and educate yourselves and go, and then go about your day and like and use that knowledge. Also, that although it was probably way more racial than it was actually the status of the world. When Obama won his first term, people are like, there's going to be a civil war, you know, because people are racist and they don't want to see a black guy in, yeah. in the office. Although that is a much different narrative than what we're looking at now. It's not the first time in history people have said there's going to be a civil war. True. You know, so do I think that the chances are maybe elevated more. I'm not even saying over 50%. I'd give it like a maybe 20% that there would actually be some sort of civil uprising of Trump supporters. I think they're going to come out Inauguration Day. They're going to whine one more time. I hope not, but maybe a couple more get shot. And they're going to go home and they're going to start to realize, hey, we can't build our life around Trump not getting elected, so let's start to rebuild for the next four years. Right. I I think, I hope that some of them are smart enough, and maybe they take a billy club to the head and it knocks some sense into them to look at it and go, alright, you know, it is what it is, let's, you know, we can't live in the past anymore, let's let's just move on and forget about it. And on and the, upward. Yeah, onward and upward. Then, you know, just for the sake of Playing, I guess, I don't know, devil's advocate or stirring up some <laughs> type of chaos because I like to see chaos sometimes. There will be those, there will be those people that go back to their dark little basements and sit there and stew on it and just run, 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 Trump should have won, Trump should have won. And then those are the people we have to watch out for. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a large enough percentage of those no. people, though, to actually worry about something negatively yeah i think you know and i hope to god that i do not have to eat crow when we say this like this go around i'm fine eating crow um on the fact that we were wrong about the right riding i want to be very right about there not being anything crazy happening within the next four years so i don't think nothing wild's gonna happen Civil War is always, you know, I don't, I would, I wouldn't say Civil War has always been a threat, Abby, but people do get pissy, and everyone does just need some milk, even if you're lactose intolerant. Take a sip, you'll be all right. Just relax. Everything's gonna be fine. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Everybody just kind of like calm down. Take a chill pill. Um, it's not gonna be that bad. We'll be all right. All right. Um, does anybody else have any questions? Class, does anyone have any questions? Anything else you want to hear us talk about, given what we've talked about so far or anything, or no? Reagan wants to say hi, by the way. Okay. Hi, Reagan. They said hi, Reagan. You can talk. They can hear you. Hi. <laughs> Everyone Special say hi guest. to Reagan. Be nice. My mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if nobody's got anything else for us, I'll leave you with this. Next week is the episode to be at, people. 
it is going to start. And this is a very hard start time because we got, you know, a very hard start. Very important guest with us. So next week, like we've said before. Uh, yeah, Squash, let me go find it real fast and open it so I don't forget. Pause. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll watch that and I'll send it to, I'll send it to Alex after I'm done. Um, yeah, next week, Spike Spike Cohen Podcast. We are we have a hard start time of 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Be here. It's going to be a good one. We get to speak with Spike Cohen, a legitimate, actual politician, for like an hour. Spike and i've got some questions lined up alex has got some questions lined up his aide manager whatever you want to call him gave us some pointers to talk about if you guys want to have anything specific in mind make sure to hit us up on social medias uh beforehand the chat will be live so if you would rather wait till then you can i'm not guaranteeing we'll get to your questions but we'll try our best um but yeah, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, if anybody has any interest at all in the political machine and what it looked like from a third-party perspective, then Now's tell the them tell them to show up. Better time than ever. True. I mean, vice presidential candidate for the Libertarian Party. So his name was on your ballot. His name was on your ballot. Yeah. And I can guarantee that because they were in all fifty states. Yep. That's so right. we've been down that road. Yes, we have. So that is next week. Big episode next week. Tell people. I'm not going to beg ever again, maybe, um, for this. But tell people. Give them the link to show up to this. If they if you don't show up to the live thing, well, at least give them the link to the YouTube channel because it'll be on YouTube. It's the episode. It's going to be a banger of an episode. Episode, man. So. But other than that, you know gonna keep working on my background for next week too i might just go buy a green sheet and string it up i <laughs> have a green idea, screen actually. um but you know other than that y'all have a good week uh be safe be smart tell somebody you love them every day is a gift and um until next week for our huge episode um you know we'll have a have a good one so we'll see y'all be good be Bye. nice